Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome into Best on the Board, presented by BetMGM. It is Thursday. We're going to take a short break from all the college basketball, March Madness, conference tournament stuff that we've been doing. I promise it's just a short break. Don't worry, we are going to have all that covered for you leading into the weekend and then a whole spate of stuff that we've got coming your way next week, but we're going to take a break from that. On this episode of Best on the Board 2, talk some NBA, a huge Thursday night in the association, two marquee games, Sixers, Nets, Warriors, Nuggets. So we're going to talk through those two games from every betting angle that we can possibly jam in over these next 20 minutes or so. Michael Beller here with you. I am joined on this episode of Best on the Board by a couple of my partners in crime here. First, Dan Santaramita. Dan, what is going on? Hey, I'm excited to talk about some big games, and we're jumping right into the deep end with Net Sixers. This is like the marquee regular season game of the year, maybe even. So pretty cool to to get to talk about it right away. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that, given uh, the fact that this is uh, the first time James Harden's going to be facing off with the Nets since the trade. So nothing before this, nothing that's going to come after it. And what's sort of a dead period in the NBA anyways, leading up to the playoffs, is going to come anywhere near this Sixers-Nets primetime national television matchup. And then, hey, Warriors Nuggets as a chaser, not too bad. Brandon Funston also here with us. Funston, what's going on? Yeah, not a not a ton of NBA to talk about, just two games. But if you have to talk about just two games, these are two pretty good games to talk about, no doubt about it. Yeah, two of the best possible matchups we could hope for. Maybe these are conference championship matchups eventually. Uh, who the hell knows? This is going to be a very fun night in the NBA for sure. Let's get into it, guys. Let's go. Let's do this right here. Let's start off with Sixers and Nets. These lines come to us from our partners at BetMGM. And they are current as of right now as we are recording this. It is just after 11 a.m. Eastern time. So maybe by the time you're listening, things might have changed a little bit. But just after 11 a.m. Eastern time, these are the lines that we're looking at. Sixers are four-and-a-half-point favorites in this one at home. 234-and-a-half is the total on this game. Again, Dan, I mean, just an unbelievable matchup. Just going to be the just such a fun game with uh, with all the storylines that are going into it. And then, oh yeah, we've got superstars on both sides here. What are you looking at with this game? Well, the, the sad thing is Ben Simmons still not playing, so we only get part of the yeah. storylines everyone's excited for. Right. But uh, obviously the big one is, is James Harden is with Philadelphia now he's been great the Sixers have been great since he got there and the Nets are tanking like that you're talking about conference title game this could be a first round series <laughs> this could be a 2-7 or something the way this is going so mm-hmm. uh, very interesting to see that even though the Nets are still incredibly talented without Harden uh, getting Kyrie Irving playing more I-, I like the Sixers four and a half you know before I look at the spread I was like yeah, what is it six or seven or something it's like, I feel like there's a, mm-hmm. a couple points more than I thought it would be now that said I also I'm going to contradict myself a little bit and say I like the Kevin Durant points over because I feel like he's going to try and will his team to something special here, which could make it a close game. But I still think four and a half is small enough that he can have a big – I think the over him is 28 and a half. Although, 28 and a half, yes, for Durant on the points. Yeah, which I, I like that over. It's below his season average. I mean, it's close. But I feel like this is a game where he's going to have to go big, and he knows it, and he's going to try and want to show up James Harden, I feel like. And, you know, Kevin Durant is nothing if not spiteful, right? I mean, you see his Twitter feed. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I like I like the over in the Sixers or Durant's over in the Sixers. I feel like is a little bit of a contradiction, but I think there's definitely a window where they both can happen. And the Sixers are playing so well and the Nets are playing so poorly. They did finally end the losing streak last game. But uh, I don't know. That's just my initial read there is to go with those two plays. 
I think there's plenty of window for that, too. We're talking about a game that's got a 234.5 over-under, so you could easily see the Sixers win this game by five and Durant go for 35. I mean, there's really no, you know, maybe it's not a perfect correlation, but they yeah. certainly aren't necessarily at loggerheads with one another. That's the way I lean also, at least on the side. Uh, if I'm going to make a side bet in this, which I haven't yet decided at this time, uh, it would be Sixers minus 4.5. Funston, where are you at on this matchup? I am absolutely with Dan. I think I'm, and I'm, I'm going to take the over on the game total as well. I mean, I just, the Nets aren't a great defensive team. You've seen the way Harden has plugged in here. He's mm-hmm. like the perfect fit in this offense. You, mm-hmm. you see the screen mm-hmm. and the roll and the way that, you know, Harden, you know, he acts like he's driving and then he's just got the little dump off to him beat. I just think the Nets are ill equipped to stop Harden and Embiid in the way the two have played together so far. And, the way that they're going to have to play this game, I think, is just for Durant and, and Kyrie to just go nuts. I mean, it's going to have to be an offensive firepower game for the Nets for them to pull this off. I think it's just going to have to be we, you know, we just made more shots than you, and and not us shutting you down defensively. Yeah, definitely a good point and one well taken on Brooklyn with their defense. They are ranked 24th in terms of defensive efficiency as measured by points allowed per 100 possessions. The only teams beneath them in the standings, you guys, in that form of the standings, Detroit, Indiana, Atlanta, Sacramento, Portland, and Houston. So, I mean, Atlanta, the only one of those teams that's even sniffing a potential playoff berth, and even that would be a play-in tournament playoff berth, not an actual playoff berth. So Brooklyn rubbing elbows with truly terrible teams uh, when it comes to defense, and that is not something you really feel comfortable bringing to a matchup with the 76ers. Uh, on that line, let's take a look at some of these uh, point props. we got James Harden sitting at 24.5, Joel Embiid at 31.5. Uh, you've got Tobias Harris, 15.5, Tyrese Maxey, 17.5. Funston, you take this one first. Any of those interesting to you or anything beyond that with these guys' rebounds and assists? Well, I'll take... I'll take Harden over eleven and a half assists. He's averaging twelve point four with the with the net or with the Sixers. Uh, talk about how easy it is for him to get assists to Embiid right now. And if I think this game's going over on the on the total, like it's going to be a lot of points. That just means a lot of assists for Harden. He's just been piling them up as it is. He's been over this number consistently, and just just feels like a game that if that total goes high, I think Embiid's. I'd probably lean on Embiid over the 31 and a half, too. I think he's had 32 and 34 in his last two meetings with Brooklyn. And again, this could be his best one yet in terms of scoring. But I just think that combo, this is one of those games where I feel like the stars are going to be the narrative. This is going to be replayed on SportsCenter over and over again. And this is where I think the star, it's not going to be the ancillary players that, that, that shine as the, as the main guys. It's going to be. Durant and Kyrie is going to be Embiid and Harden, and I'm going to lean on that Harden-Embiid combo for Embiid points and Harden assists. Yeah, I like that a lot. I love I, – I think – Dan, I heard you with an mm-hmm in there. We're all on that page with Harden. I mean, yeah, I mean, you nailed it. Finally. It's just like the – I mean, Hart, James Harden's going to be the perfect player in a lot of spots. That's what happens when you're really good at a sport. Uh, but, like, just with what this team already had built and playing alongside Joel Embiid, just the, the absolute perfect seamless fit – into this Philly offense, and I'm, those assist numbers, I think the rest of the season and into the playoffs are just going to be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. The James Harden assist over, you took the words right out of my mouth. I think that's that's a great one. I don't love playing assist props because I feel like there's a lot of randomness in that. You could set a gap, you still got to make a shot unless it's a layup, but um, yeah, Harden, I saw him against the Bulls uh, about a week ago or so, and he had like 14 assists, and that's a that's a 
probably better defensive team than the Nets. So as as Beller's numbers would show. I mean, I, I, well, I mean, <laughs> without without Caruso, yeah, without Lonzo, that's a terrible defensive team as well. They're not as good as they could be, right? But it's yeah. still. The point is Harden went off, and I don't see why he couldn't yeah. do that uh, from a playmaking standpoint in this game too. Yeah, looking just for uh, plays where we can find plus money on this game, I'm intrigued by Harden over two and a half threes. Um, I'm basically, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a sucker for three point props. I, I could I could easily say, and you know, not to pat myself on the back because this is this has come through pretty well, but the the my most frequently bet bet of this NBA season has been Terry Rozier. Over whatever his three point prop is, yeah, he's well, been how, firing. How did that work like out for you season. last night? Because I I was uh, on that last night and he he hit the under. It was yeah, a random, I know. Yeah, I know, so. I know, Funston. But I'm just well. I didn't bet it last <laughs> night because I was so I was laser focused on college basketball. But I love. I'm a sucker for these three point props because uh, you, you can often find plus money and uh, it, it just doesn't right. It, it doesn't take too much. I, I look at Harden's two and a half threes. Um, and maybe that is a little bit at loggerheads with over the assist number for him. Uh, hard to be uh, knocking down three threes and dishing out more than 11 and a half assists in the same game. But again, if we if we think this game plays to the script of very high scoring, especially on Philly's side, like there's going to be a lot of room for overs in this game. And just this Philly offense against this Brooklyn defense is a matchup that I really want to turn into while we have that opportunity. Uh, Dan, is there anything else in this game that is catching your eye right now? No, I think that's it. The thing that I'm most curious about is something we won't find out in this game, which is how Ben Simmons adds to the defense, right? We're talking about how bad Brooklyn's defense Mm -hmm. is. Ben Simmons is not going to give them a ton of offense. He can give them some of the playmaking that Harden, Harden was giving them, but scoring and shooting and and really doing anything on offense outside of distributing is not his forte but he's a good defender right and so will he fit into that will we have time to see him i mean it's march 10 like how how long does it take to rev up when you haven't been playing uh, i'm super fascinating to see that i hope we get to see it this year i'm honestly not 100 percent sure we will despite what they're gonna say i'm still it's gonna be uh i'll believe it when i see it kind of thing but i i, I can't wait to see how that works yeah uh, that'll definitely be a fascinating subplot i mean i think we can brooklyn's gonna at the absolute worst be in the play-in tournament um and so you know just the the pure basketball fan in me wants to make sure that they're in the actual playoffs because i mean you do you throw ben simmons in there and that suddenly becomes uh, that could suddenly become a very different team if there's something if they can do anything as a perimeter defense uh other than you know let guards go off for 30 plus every night that's going to be a very interesting intriguing dangerous team to watch in the postseason so there you go Sixers and Nets we are feeling the Sixers land that four and a half some props as well on James Harden Kevin Durant uh some of the games that we're going to be looking at later tonight some of the names excuse me we're going to be looking at later tonight all right, guys, Warriors Nuggets, the nightcap on Thursday night. Warriors one-and-a-half point favorites in this game in Denver, 228-and-a-half the total on this one. This has already gone up. Uh, when I first uh, found the total this morning, it was 226-and-a-half. I checked back about an hour, 90 minutes later, and it was up to 228-and-a-half for this game. So another one where we are expecting some offensive fireworks. Funston, the first thing that jumps out at you about this matchup. Um, the over again, uh, if you look at Denver, they're getting like 115 to 130, like nightly if you, if, since the calendar flipped. I mean, I just look back at their schedule and it's like a hundred, I mean, they're just way up there. And I think this is, you know, they always say 
expect the home home team to predict pace a little bit more. I mean, you know, with with the Warriors coming in, I just think this is another game similar to what I just talked about, where I think it's going to end up being a track meet. Now we don't have a bunch of Denver player props, which I think is interesting. But like, we know that Jokic is going to play. And like I'm all in on pretty much everything him. Like he's he's really all that matters here. I mean, the guys like Will Barton and the you know, oh, are they gonna play or not? Well, he's a fine player, but that's not gonna be that's not gonna change the narrative for me a whole lot. Jokic is playing, um, and I'm gonna be leaning in on him to, you know, do all things here. I I'd want the over on his points and his rebounds. I don't even know what they are right now, but he's averaging thirteen point nine rebounds. I think He's been like 18 and 16. He's had like 18 rebound games, 16 mm-hmm. rebound games against the Warriors already. I, I just feel like he's just going to put this all in his hands. And it's like his triple-double prop is like – it's probably going to be almost even money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's been like – he's been get, he has like six triple-doubles in his last eight games. So he is everything for them. So I expect that to be the same. But I'll take the over on the game total. We actually do those are those like just I, last time I looked we didn't have Denver props yet uh, but we do have some now Jokic is sitting at 26 and a half points 14 and a half rebounds let's see is there a, is there a double double or a triple double a triple double uh, yes is plus 125 for Nikola Jokic okay I actually like the 26 and a half points the best there they they pumped up that rebound number a little bit like I said I think he's averaging 13.9 so uh, 15 rebounds. I mean, I, I can see him in that 14 to 16 range pretty easily, but I think he's getting into 30 points. Um, so I, I would take the over on the 26 and a half points. That's my favorite one there. Yeah, for what it's worth, that 26 and a half is at minus 130. The, uh, the, yeah. the rebound at 14 and a half is at your standard minus 110. And then that triple double is, is uh, I wish we were a little bit longer, but with the way he's been playing recently, uh, you can't set it much longer than 125. You're going to court way too much yes money if uh, if you're given that. So the plus 125 feels like the right landing spot for Nikola Jokic in a triple double. By the way, uh, just to, to add, I will take yeah. the nug- Nuggets to cover at home. I don't think they okay. should be the, I don't think they should be the dog here. Very surprised to see that line. How are you thinking? On yeah, this one, I, I agree. My leanings, I feel less confident in this game than I do with the Net Sixers one, but the my leaning is certainly Nuggets in the over. I mean, Denver has won 10-11, and they got two wins over Golden State in that stretch, which maybe is a bad thing because, you know, the, beating the Warriors three times in the span of like a month or two is maybe pushing it, but... Uh, yeah, they just beat him two games ago, 131-124, uh, which is plenty of cushion for that over. And obviously things are going to play, play out differently. Yep. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's funny because Denver was kind of just plodding along, middling record, wasn't doing anything. It's like, hey, man, what's wrong with Denver? And then here it is, 82-game season, it plays out. They're hot and they're right where you feel like they should be. And, yeah, Jokic, he's everything. Like, he's just too good to not – yeah, it's crazy when you hear like you're reading off like Embiid 31 and a half points and Jokic 14 half rebounds. I always like bug out when I hear numbers that high in these totals. Like, ooh, I don't want anything to do with those mm-hmm. overs. But, but yeah, Jokic is the, just he's the team for them. So he's got to do it all. He's got to put up those numbers. And yeah, I think the points one, obviously, like you said, you're getting not the best price, but that feels like the best play. Uh, for Jokic, because if he doesn't score, you might as well just bet the Warriors right now, right? So, yeah. And, and I wonder it, if go ahead, Funston. Well, I was just gonna say, and it's Kevin Looney. Like right. he's going up against Kevin mm-hmm. Looney, who's you know a fine middling NBA player, but I mean mm-hmm. it's a it's a tall order to try to shut down Jokic. Yeah, I wonder if that. Uh, whenever I see a spread like that, it just it it, it makes me want to 
bet against my intuition. Just because, like, like I mean, you said it, Dan. They just they just beat this team. They they've beat them twice in the last couple of weeks, and now we're going into Denver. And Golden State's still favored. It it has it, it smacks of odds makers trying to court bets on Denver, which makes me want to go on Golden State. And I know that's like you know now we're getting into some mental gymnastics here, but that just that it's hard for me to add up how that spread makes. Uh, a ton of sense with uh, with the way that things have gone recently and the fact that this game's in Denver. You say there's a reason why there's a construction site for a new casino year-round <laughs> in Las Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the odds makers usually know a thing or two that we don't. Uh, uh, Steph, 24.5 points, 5.5 rebounds, 6.5 assists, 3.5 threes. Clay, 17.5 points, 4.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists, 2.5 threes. Uh, not all those are minus 110, but we can get into that. Uh, anything you like out of that, Dan? I, I, I My first instinct... Knows a fine answer. Yeah, Knows my a first answer. instinct is Clay threes, but um, the Curry numbers are... 24.5 seems so low for him and against a good team. Which is why I'm kind of like, that's like it's like I'm I'm doing your thing, Bella, of like, oh, that's too low. I don't like that. I, I'm gonna like I don't I don't want to be near yeah. that again. Like if I like the Nuggets and then I, you know, like I think in the, the Net Sixers game, the Sixers and the Durant over can jive together. I'm not as sure that Curry going for thirty plus and the Nuggets covering has a super big window. So that's where I'd be like probably stay away from curry but i think clay probably has a few threes so that would be like the one i would maybe play i think the only thing i feel playable in this game for me at least i'm with you guys on the Jokic points at 26 and a half um i would like to see a slightly better price i wouldn't mind like uh, if 26 and a half is 130 i'd like it is 28 and a half 110 because i wouldn't mind just playing it up to that and getting the better price and, and trusting to get another bucket or two um i'd feel a little bit better about that but other than that, I think the only thing that I like in this game is the over. The line scares me with just where it is, where it's set right now. Um, and, and even though Golden State has, you know, really hung its hat defensively this season, I feel good about this game getting into the two thirty. So that's it's really those two things that I'm looking at. And other than that, I'm not really looking at a ton else in this game. Funston, how about you? Is there anything on the Golden State side we're talking about that gets you interested at all? Well, it's a it's a, it's. It's a weird time for Golden State because Steph's been all over the board. And I was looking, it was interesting, his five and a half rebounds. He's been under that 10 straight games. So I'd be inclined to bet the under, but I think it's, you're not going to get great odds because I think it's plus 125 on the over. So you're not getting much if you're betting the under mm-hmm. on that. But it's, it's been, it's, it hasn't been a, cons- like Steph's points, you look at his points, he had a bunch of games under 20, um, you know, of late. And it's, it's really kind of hard to pin down. Andrew Wiggins is at 15 and a half points. He's been under in three of his last 13 or uh, in 10 of his last 13 games. He's been under that. So uh, hard to figure out where to hang your hat. I do like the clay over, Two and a half threes. He had two mm-hmm. his last game, but he shot nine of them. He took twenty three shots overall, and he he had a bad first half in that game, but he finished strong. And so there might be some momentum carrying over in this one. If we like the over, we like you know we like offense in general. Mm-hmm. Clay coming off a twenty three shot game in which he took nine three pointers. If I think you know, I feel like he can get three of those. You know, if he continues at that clip. So um, I, I'm with Dan on that a little bit. It's going to be a very fun night in the NBA, you guys, with these 
two games. Definitely something to get. I mean, just what a, what a basketball day. We've got two uh, only two games in the NBA, but two awesome games. And then, uh, I mean, as I, it's, it's 11.30 a.m. Eastern time. I think there's already two college basketball games and championship week starting right now, tipping off right now. I know Indiana-Michigan is tipping off right now, and I think there's another one as well. So just what a day in the basketball world. If you're a basketball fan, kick back, relax, and enjoy everything that we've got coming to us for like literally the next 13 hours uh, because all the way to West Guy, this is going to be just a great day for basketball fans and hopefully we can help steer you in the right direction if you are a gambling fan as well because that's going to do it for this episode of Best on the Board. For Funston, for Dan, I am Michael Beller. Thanks so much for joining us. Good luck, happy betting, and we'll talk to you soon.